0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Chicago boasts more than 600 fantastic parks throughout the city. So if I asked you where the headquarters for the Park District was, would you think it was, well, at a park? Well, it is now, after a move to the Brighton Park neighborhood earlier this year. But before that, the Chicago Park District's HQ was in a high-rise in Streeterville blocks away from any green space. And joining us now with more on the shiny and spacious new facility and the significance of the move is Dennis Rockin, Reset's Architecture Sleuth. Hey, Dennis. Hi, Sasha. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, A couple reasons here for this move, right? Uh, One of them that you write about is because it, quote, brings the Park District staff in closer contact with the people that they serve. And that was according to the the CEO.
1: Yeah, the CEO, Rosa Escarreño, who walked me around, she's also the general superintendent. She pointed out that when they were in a high rise, you know, you could go through your entire workday. 200 of them could go through their entire workday, never see a park user. Wow. And so moving to 48th and Western, which is actually part of it, part of an initiative started by Mayor Rahm Emanuel, that's all, how far back it dates, yeah. to get some of these city institutions out into the city, um, city colleges, yeah. one of the fleet management offices. They got the park district out of Streeterville and down to 48th and Western.
0: So there's a history of, of this stemming back to the 2010s with, with Mayor Emanuel. Um, this location, though, it's, it's pretty easy on the eyes. It's a cool looking building. Oh,
1: yeah. It's, it's really. I remember when you
0: first showed me photos. A right. Few I showed ago. you po-
1: photos and I was sort of, I was kind of gawking at it. Um, one of the things I love that is very hard to convey in a photo or on, on air is it's next to an L stop. Next to an elevated CTA stop, and uh, it's a 240-foot-in-diameter circle, brick on the lower level, and this beautiful rippling metal mesh on the upper level. Mm -hmm. The reason to mention the CTA stop is when a train goes by, the the metal already looks like it's rippling. You just have this feeling that the whole thing is in motion, the train and the building. Yeah, dancing, exactly.
0: (laughs) And this building is at 48th and Western, Right, right. 48th and Western. And, and this move is also a big deal. Another reason you write about it is, is because of the green space that it's it's bringing to, to Brighton Park. So paint the picture for us, Dennis, because I want to know what that section of the neighborhood was like before this building and park design.
1: Sort of typical of south and west side neighborhoods in the 20th century, um, residential all around, but on this spot, this is 17 acres, industrial. So, you know, the The industrial workers would cross the street and go to the factory. Mm -hmm. We really don't enjoy that anymore. Um, And so it it had become, uh, the factories were sort of run down. It was really a blemish. It was a brownfield. And um, one of the reasons that the Park District came in is that a housing developer had tried to turn this into housing. But um, according to the Park District officials, found that it was too expensive because there were something like a dozen or 17 underground tanks that had to be removed. So that's a very costly kind of remediation a public agency is more likely to find the funds to do such a thing than a housing developer who needs to turn a profit so you go from rundown uh industrial buildings and underground tanks to a park beautiful huge grand lawn athletic facilities Mm -hmm. prairies and in in the middle of the prairie essentially floating in that prairie this big brick and metal circle
0: let's talk about that brick and metal circle who's the architect
1: john ronan
0: john ronan what's he known for he's done some other things around the area
1: he right? has many beautiful buildings like this civic buildings um there are buildings in in grand crossing he did the gary Comer youth center which is this sort of has multiple shades of blue that building also seems to move because there are all these horizontal stripes on it he did the poetry foundation in river north which many people would be aware of he did this is another piece of that ram uh mission um, there was a a program of building senior housing and libraries on the same site, and in Independence Park, he built really one of the pretty one of the coolest. It's a glassy library on the bottom, and then this building on top where the seniors are housed has multicolored windows. Oh. So I can stand on the sidewalk and say that yellow window is mine, and you can stand on the sidewalk and say that red window is mine.
0: That's kind of cool. It w- is. Was he going for a certain theme here?
1: He was what what Ronan said as we walked through the building is that the whole thing is really about renewal, regeneration. Oh, so you it, got to
0: tour the building with him.
1: I walked around with him and two park district officials. Nice. And um, so again, they they had this brown field that they're renewing with prairie and athletic fields, and so the building becomes sort of about renewal. That brick part I mentioned, or or all the brick in the building is uh, Chicago common brick, familiar to anybody in Chicago, salvaged from demolished buildings. A lot of the wood finishes, including a spectacular staircase I think we're going to talk about, um, are lined with um, ash from trees that were taken down because of the emerald ash borer. Mm -hmm. And then again, there are these prairies outside. So it's all about what Ronan said is, everything here is about renewal the way the building is designed the materials
0: and the landscaping too right and the
1: landscaping the prairie by site design yeah it's pretty remarkable
0: i want to talk more about the interior um the uh spectacular staircase let's go to it because i'm curious you brought it up i gotta hear more
1: you know it it, that was one where i've I've walked through the whole building and uh, just because they did they saved this for last and my eyes just popped open You'd be more likely to see it first if you were visiting park district offices. One thing we haven't said is that this big circle is half Chicago Field Chicago Park Fieldhouse, which is a traditional building in Chicago. Yeah. And the other half offices for the park district. So when you what you see from the outside is one big circle. When you come inside this glass walled lobby on the east side for the offices, if you're then sent up to somebody's office upstairs, you go up this staircase that I, well, one of the things I think is it needs to be shown in a movie because it's two stories of stairs and its walls all lined in this beautiful ash, which has sort of a faint orange tinge, mm-hmm. and then a giant light above running across the ceiling. So you're really in one complete unit as you rise up these stairs to the second floor office. That is
0: beautiful. I'm looking at the photo. Your, your story is up online right now at wbez.org, and that photo really captures what you just described. For I think sure. it's remarkable. That light that. on top. Wow. What is that? That's incredible. Um, so back to the exterior, you mentioned that. Uh, so on the, the bottom, there's that brick on the outside, brick and glass on the outside. But on that second floor, it's surrounded by a wire mesh. That That's the piece that you said makes things look like they're moving. <laughs> it looks
1: like it's moving. It also creates a shadow pattern on the inside because, yeah. you know, it's it's these sort of diamond shapes all around the outside. But it, it serves a couple of purposes. One, that second floor is mostly glass. It would heat up. The sun would penetrate those windows and overheat the rooms. So it's a sunscreen mm-hmm. or a sunshade, I should say. It also uh, keeps birds from flying into the glass.
0: Oh, that's great. They that's see great. a
1: solid rather than the right. void we that know they know see when they see glass. It's migration season right yeah. now,
0: and, and uh, a lot of birds have been perishing, unfortunately. Uh, so that's a great feature. Uh, the building's also got wide passageways throughout.
1: Yeah, this is something, I think you would discover it on your own, but it's it's, it's sort of a semi-secret because, so again, it's a, it's a circular building and it's 240 feet across. If you didn't have something cut out in the middle, the middle rooms there would be so dark. And so essentially what happens is it looks like two half buildings with courtyards in between. Um, and so it, it's not quite a maze, but you sort of go in and turn and turn. Mm. So there are these courtyard spaces with glass bridges above. So you're never quite sure are these two buildings? Is it one? It is one. Yeah. Um, and and the in the courtyards, one of the things um, the head of the park district told me is they're really fascinated to see kids from the neighborhood just coming to have lunch, families sort of hanging out oh, because great. it's this new, really welcoming, sheltering public space. But
0: it also goes back to what you started out by saying, is that, you know, the the 200 or so staffers at the old location, they were so far away from from community residents and from the green space. And so this is a way to sort of create visibility. Visibility.
1: and, And that's actually sort of literal as well, because, again, there are these glass bridges. And one of the things the staff were talking to me about as we walked through is this idea that, Um, employees of the park district can be looking into the baseball, I'm sorry, the basketball arena where kids are playing. Mm -hmm. You might see the people outside while you're having lunch in that courtyard while you're upstairs. So it really is. It's very interactive between, the public servants, and the public.
0: Nice. Well, 30 seconds left. I'm I'm curious about this one feature. When you look closely, you see something kind of funny going on with the bricks. Yeah. What is that? Some pieces are sticking out? Or yeah.
1: Something? So, it, again, it's the Chicago Common Brick. And one of the things John Ronan talked about is if you just have these walls of brick, sound is going to bounce around like crazy. And we've mm-hmm. got these courtyards, among other things. So you need something to baffle the sound. So they have some bricks turned out. They essentially look like ledges or they're turned out from the flat wall, but they're spaced very carefully. Down low, they're far apart so that climbers can't get a hold and go up. But then up where Mm -hmm. you haven't yet climbed or where you can't climb to, they're closer together. So when you look at that wall, you might think, and somebody did as I was walking through with John Ronan, ooh, this would be a good wall to climb up. And he said, what are you doing about that? Yeah. And Ronan said, well, look very carefully. You can't climb <laughs> can't this wall. Can't get too far, yeah.
0: exactly. All right, we'll leave it there. Dennis Rodkins, a residential real estate reporter for Crane Chicago Business. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks, Sasha. And as always, if you've got a building that you want Dennis to investigate in and around our area, leave a message at 888-915-9945. Again, details at 888